0: Hey there ACC fans, it's me Kenton Gibbs here bringing you your Friday betting action. Now I know that some of y'all are going to look up and say this episode is coming a little late and where's Candace and where's Drake, where's our normal betting folks, but here's the thing. I'm here to help y'all out, to help you make some money on this upcoming slate of ACC basketball games. That's what I'm here to do. I'm here to look out for y'all. I'm here to put a little money in your pockets. Now, please be warned. I'm not mad at you if you do want your regular betting folks here. I'm not the best better in the world. Candace Cooper has gotten the best of me on all of our on-air bets. I I will admit that. I am not ashamed to say that. I am not um, one of those folks that's like, oh, I was bested in betting by a girl. She's got me. She got me, okay? She got me on the Duke, uh, under over for wins. She got me on the the spread uh, for the Louisville and Virginia game. But with that being said, On this day, I'm going to help you go to FanDuel and make some money. And speaking of, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash Locked On today to get started. So, again, we're going to talk all of these games from this weekend because I want you to have everything you need in order to make sure that we're covering some very good bets on this good weekend you are locked on acc your daily podcast on the atlantic coast conference part of the locked on podcast network your team every day hey there folks It's me, King Gibbs, and I'm here trying to help you all out, trying to get you what you need in terms of those those good, great bets for this weekend, and and I'm going to open up out the gates because a lot of folks like to hold you to the end with a lot of suspense and a lot of things. I'm going to break down all the Saturday's games, and I'm going to talk to you about which ones are easy, safe, put it in your back pocket, that's money for you, that's some gas for you, and which ones are nuclear, and I would not touch them with a 10 foot pole. So we're going to go in order of these games here. And we'll start with the noon slate, which is uh, Notre Dame is going to visit UVA in Charlottesville. Now, Notre Dame, oh, I'm sorry, UVA is favored by 14 and a half. And with that being said, I've learned my lesson taking UVA with that big of a sprint. I've learned my lesson against Louisville, a team that is not just bad. A team that has been downright horrific this year. They could not get it done in terms of covering the spread. They could not get it done in terms of covering the spread. And I'll also let you in on this. Virginia is only 6-7 and seven against the spread at home this year. This year, only 6-7. and seven. With that being said, it points to a very clear indicator for me. That, you know, Vegas thinks highly of Virginia, more highly perhaps, than they should. And with that being said, I feel comfortable taking Notre Dame plus 14 and a half. I feel comfortable with that. That I'm not really too shocked, too scared, too too nervous about that one. But now on the other half or on the other side of this noon slate of games, we have Florida State um, at home taking on the Boston College Golden Eagles, and Florida State's three-and-a-half-point favorites. Now, I feel I feel pretty good about that. I feel pretty good about that. But What I feel great about out of this game is the under-over. This game's under-over is 140.5 points. Now, let me let you in on a very interesting fact that I think makes it clear, makes this one, this is what makes this the easy bet. In 14 of their 18 games this year, Boston College has um, participated in games that have gone over, in their ACC games. In 14 of 18 ACC games this year, they've gotten the over. They've hit the over. So to me, I don't think it's too much of a question, too much of a concern there to say, hey, this is is a, a bet that you need to be getting in on. This is one of those that you need to be getting in on. This is one that... I'm looking at, and I'm, I'm, I'm sticking to mostly uh, just the um, just the point spreads and, and under overs because the player props and all that, I mean, it's infinite. We could go on forever in a day. But I'm looking at this game, Florida State against Boston College, and I'm saying even if you don't believe that Florida State has what it takes to get it done in terms of, which I do, I think that that's another fairly safe bet as well. This is a demoralized Boston College team. This is a Florida State team that while they basically have the same record as Boston College. They're coming on now, they're finally activated. they're finally starting to click a little bit and and with that being said, I'm seeing I'm seeing this uh, Florida State minus three and a half and um and the over both going through there. Now Miami is minus seven at home versus Wake Forest. I feel comfortable with Miami doing that, but I'm not super comfortable. I'm not super comfortable, and let me tell you why. Miami has a bad tendency to kind of sleepwalk through first halves. And if they sleepwalk through the first half against Wake Forest, if Monsanto and Appleby and LaRavia, I'm sorry, not LaRavia, if Monsanto and Appleby and um, I want the—I the, cannot remember that red young man's name to save my life. But if they get going, if Mayor gets going down low early, it could be some problems for Miami if they don't approach this game the right way coming out the gates. It could be some problems. So with that being said, I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at being very very cautious. This is the game that I'd want to avoid. Miami minus seven, I'd avoid. It. I'm not really, and even with the plus minus for this game, I'm not sure. You never really know what's going on in terms of how hot is Wake Forest going to be from deep, in terms of how well is or how is Miami going to show up in that first half and all that. But here's where I get the two parts of my, or this is where I get another part of my. This is, I'm telling you right now. Normally I do Ken's keys, telling teams what they need to do to win games. This is Ken's locks. This is me telling you this game here. I, when I saw this, I said, there has to be an error. There has to be an error. Something has to be wrong. I saw Virginia Tech at home. Minus three against Pitt. I said, Vegas got to know something. I, I, is there some amount of player, a good amount of players for Pitt that are not going to be available in this game? Pitt is 5-0 and oh in their last five against the spread now. And you've got them losing to Virginia Tech. Not just losing, losing by, uh, losing by three to Virginia Tech. A team that struggled mightily all year? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and put that as part of my locks. I'm going to go ahead and that's one. That's one that you can go ahead, chalk that up, chalk that up. I would combine that one with taking Notre Dame plus 14 and a half, and I feel great about that. one. I feel great about that. You combine those two with the Florida State, Boston College under over, Congratulations! You got yourself a three-leg parlay. That I'm, I mean, hey, if this thing, if this thing don't hit on Monday, if this thing don't hit, and 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 I'm coming back on Monday looking at y'all after this thing don't hit. Please let me know in the comments. Let me know in the comments, and I will eat humble pie on there. I will say, hey, I'm sorry, y'all. I was wrong. But that parlay there, you can book it. You can book that thing every day and twice on Saturday because I'm telling you, this Saturday, oh boy, oh boy, go on over to FanDuel because they're going to give you some money on that one. They're going to give you some money with that parlay that I just told you about. And speaking of FanDuel, let me tell y'all folks about the amazing, the wonderful, the sports book that is the number one sports book in America I'm talking about, none other than FanDuel. Folks, it's simple. If you're new to FanDuel, that's great. If you already have a FanDuel account, great. Doesn't matter. Either way, you know FanDuel is the place to be. When I talk about FanDuel being great for new users, it's because you can get a no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from money line, to point scores, to threes drain. All you need is right there on FanDuel. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a bigger chance or for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with Fanduel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. So I told y'all about some, some games that are easy locks, the, the the parlay that I'm looking at that I'm like, hey, if I was a bad man, that's that's one that I'd, I'd put a good amount on. But another one that's very mercurial is. Syracuse um, hosting Duke, and Duke is a one-point favorite. Now, I'm not really sure about this game because I think that Edwards has what it takes to make Filipowski have some struggles there. I think that he has enough to to give Filipowski some headaches there. And so, with that being said, I mean, let's just be honest. This team goes. As Filipowski does, like that's that's no ifs ands or buts about it. This is no, you know, you you're not gonna ask too many questions in terms of um, in terms of well, how how much confidence do you have in Duke if Filipowski is rolling And I'd say not much. I'd say not much. And when you give him a matchup of a guy that has the length to bother him, has the length to kind of get into him, make it difficult for him, I'm not sure that I want to go ahead and just say, hey, this is one that I feel super comfortable with. Um, and and this is a, a Syracuse team that right now is in the middle of a three-game winning streak. I'm not, again, I'm not really sure. You know what I mean? Like, you look at Notre Dame, you look at Duke and their game against Notre Dame, there were multiple points where Notre Dame was on the ropes, ready to be knocked out, and Duke could never land that big, the, the, the big knockout haymaker. And so, if I'm looking at a game against a a Syracuse team that is finally figuring it out a little bit, is finally getting things going a little bit, I'm not sure if I'm going to say, hey, I feel comfortable with this team. winning." I'm just not. I'm not ready to go there, not ready to say that. So, with that being said, again, this is a game that I'd probably avoid, I'd probably stay away from. And like I said, in terms of this team goes as Filipowski goes, I'm looking at, you know, in the last four to five games, right? If we look at the last five, in games where Filipowski has shot uh, 40% or worse from the field, they are one and three. So, I'm sorry, they're one and two in the in the last five games when he's shot under 40%. They're one and two. Now, games where he went over that, they're two and up. So, I mean, it, it's very clear to me that, he's going to be a big part of the offense or they're going to struggle mightily here. And the blowout against Miami four of 12 from the field, Filipowski struggled. O'Meara gave him some fits. He could not get it done. He, he had a very hard time. But again, if you look at all of their wins and losses before that, they're seeing a very direct correlation between his ability to score the ball, his ability to do what he needs to do effectively and Duke Duke's ability to win basketball games. So, with that being said, again, this is another game that I'm looking at, and I'm saying to myself, eh, I'm not sure. I'm just not sure. I want to tell y'all, I I I know this team. I know what's going to happen here, but this is just one where, uh that's tough. That's tough. You know, if you're looking at Duke and how they've been against the spread lately, two and ten in their last twelve against the spread. So, I'm uh, I'm struggling. I'm struggling to kind of say. I know for a fact that Duke is going to take this thing. But also, if you look at some of the things that Syracuse has been doing lately, they've had a lot of one-off games, right? Like Judah Mintz having an absolute um, – uh, just having a performance that, honestly, all statistics would indicate is highly unlikely from him against NC State, right? That's He's a very shifty guard that kind of struggles from deep, struggles from the line a bit, and yet he knocked down a huge three in clutch time there. And I believe he was perfect from the line. I believe it was like five for five or six for six. So this is one of those games, very mercurial, very eh, I don't know. I don't know too much. I, I I want to tell you something. I want to say, hey, I know you, I know what's gonna happen here, but I'd be a liar if I did so. I would be a bold faced liar if I did so. And now when I look at the Sunday game, okay, when I talk about the game that's coming up on Sunday. You have a UNC team and an NC State team that are trending in exact opposite directions. However, UNC did get the better of NC State the last time they played. But in their last five, UNC is one of four and NC State is three and two. This is, again, a moment where you're looking at these teams and you're saying to yourself, yes, it's a rivalry. Yes, we can kind of throw the records out. But. How comfortable am I taking either one of these teams right now? Like, how comfortable am I saying, hey, I know what this is going to be. I know who's the better team here. I know exactly what's going on here. That's tough. That's tough. And with that being said, um, UNC is six-and-a-half-point favorites in this game, despite the fact that they're traveling to Raleigh. And the under-over is 153-and-a-half. And honestly, I'm looking at this game and I'm saying, I think because of the way that teams have kind of seen, if you can limit the transition buckets um, from NC State, they're going to struggle in the half court a bit. And with the way that Taquavion has kind of been in the slump, Taquavion Smith, the leading scorer in the ACC has kind of been in the slump. You look at this game and you, you say to yourself, it's very, very possible that this game stays under 153. I'm not I'm not guaranteeing that. That's not a lot for me. I'm just saying it's a good possibility it stays under that 153 mark. And in terms of uh, the the six and a half point spread, that's another thing that you look at and say, Mmm, this looks tough. This looks like one of those times where you're you're asking yourself, How do you can you really trust that? Can you really trust this team? And say, hey, I believe that they're gonna get things done and that they're going to uh that they're going to cover that six and a half. I'm not sure. I'm not sure from either standpoint because both teams have a lot of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde in them. And, you know, at the end of the day, this NC State team is is one that has shown good things at times and, and they've shown really, really good ball movement, all that good stuff at time. I'm not gonna tell you that either one of these teams is is truly uh, ready to go and and you know will dominate in this game. However, I will say this. While this while these two teams are both both have some Dr. Jekyll, and Mr. Iden, I have faith in NC State covering that um six and a half point spread only because um the UNC has been god awful against the spread in their last few games. And that's kind of what happens with these big brand names a little bit. Sometimes the name outweighs the actual product that we've seen on the court. So with that being said, I think that um, I think that NC State covers and I could be wrong here because most sites that I'm seeing don't have any information up as far as the spread goes. I did see a couple that had that and it may have been an older um, an older spread there. But I, I believe that it was for this game. Either way it goes. That's another one that I'm not really too sure of. But if it is, if that six and a half is correct, I go ahead and put something down on this. And I'm not just saying that because I'm more fair. I've seen games where I would tell you, mm, yeah, no, mm-mm, don't. Don't do it. Save yourself some money. You know, there are better ways. If you want to give away money, go donate to, to charity or Red Cross or something like that. There are better ways to spend it, all right? So that's all I got for you, folks. That's all I got on this weekend slate of Games. But trust me. It'll be a very fun, very exciting weekend. And like I said, I gave you my lock. If, if my lock don't hit, again, come on back and let me know. Let me know what went wrong. But I i don't see a world where Pitt loses to Virginia Tech, uh, even on the road, even with whatever problems they have. that Vegas knows about that. I don't, I don't see it happening. So come on back next week. And all next week, we'll be talking more ACC basketball. We'll be talking gearing up for the ACC tournament and all those good things. Till next time, folks.